This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This is the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Goodison Park. Everybody and welcome to the Royal Blue Podcast. My name is Joe Thomas. I'm the Echo's Everton FC correspondent. I'm here with my colleague, Connor O'Neill, and two very special guests. We've got them back on the show against two of the cities, two of the country's most talented boxers. We've got Peter and Joe McGrail. Lads, how are you getting on? Yeah, no, well, it was brilliant last time we got you on. And I think if we go back to thanks, obviously, this isn't your first time. The last time that we spoke was just after that West Ham game at the back end of last season, wasn't it? So Evan had just lost. And we were going into, I think we spoke on the Monday or Tuesday. I think it was Burnley on the Wednesday night. I think, Peter, you said it was a must win. Yeah. You said it was a draw, Joe. You said you'd be happy with a draw. Obviously, Went and lost. It was an absolute catastrophe. It was a catastrophe, wasn't it? <laughs> the whole season, until the very end, yeah. at least. I mean, after that Burnley defeat or some of the other results after that, I mean, was there any point when you fought? Because you didn't think it at the time. You didn't think there was any danger of Everton going down. We went to Burnley. We lost. At any point did you think we were going to get relegated? Well, of course. It did, yeah. It did, did, um, did cross my mind. Like, obviously, look at watching us every week, the performances we were mm. putting in. The results we were getting so obviously where they was in the table as well and um, it, def- it definitely crossed my mind like but we're happy obviously happy that we didn't <laughs> and we're still, we're still here you know what I mean absolutely JP what was what's the lowest point for you what was the point where you thought oh my god I don't know what's going to happen here um I don't know you know we just know that our club Everton shouldn't have been in that yeah position and at the time and obviously we're in the relegation battle now, it's horrible, isn't it? But when you when you look now, the way the players are the players are, the way Lampard is, the way the fans are, it could have been a good thing, do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. being in that and like Lampard seeing how passionate all the fans was, turn up to the training ground, um, being at the ground before before some of the games and that. And it's like, you know, how much Everton means to the fans and it's like we, we believe in Lampard more so there's obviously positives from, mm. from that happening, you know what I mean? I feel like it's brought the club a bit closer together and and the fans to the players and stuff like that. So that's uh, I'm not saying I'm made up that happened because obviously it was horrible time for it, <laughs> you know what I mean? Us and my dad and all that, everyone, all, all the fans, but that's that's like the I like to see the positive side of things and I think it's brought the team and as I said, like the fans and everyone together. Yeah, obviously, I mean, it does feel like there's a lot more togetherness, a lot more spirit now and yeah. things are a lot more positive. But in order to get to this point, we had to stay up last season and come down to the Crystal Palace game in the end. What were you doing for that game? Were you there or were you watching on TV? Or? Uh, yeah, we went, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. 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 Well, uh, when you look back on that now, what's your, what's your biggest memory? Is it being 2-0 down? Is it being... Uh, I was when uh, Calvin Lewin... Yeah, it was Calvin Lewin. Yeah. Calvin, the third goal, Calvin, yeah. Yeah, when Calvin Lewin scored and it just... Just went off. <laughs> where were you in, yeah, in the stadium? He's um, in the main stand. Yeah, the main stand. Yeah. Yeah. Near, near the bottom. Yeah. What were you thinking at two 0 down? Gutted. Just thinking. Uh, <laughs> thinking what have been thinking every other game. Yeah. I mean, just happened. happening again. It's just just the same thing. And then obviously he scored. And then 
the ground sort of had a bit of a different atmosphere and then scored again and then obviously then then you're thinking like on That's it, that Michael Keane goal, yeah. was it? There he is, yeah. popping up with another. I tell you what, if you, you look at some of the training videos the club have been putting out recently, it's a good finisher. No, I know no, he's no. getting on the pitch, but he's yeah. a good finisher. When um, when when Keane scored that first goal, were you then thinking we've got the momentum now? It's just gonna yeah, the percent. I'm always like, whenever people would ask me, uh, just do you think we're going down? I would never ever. I don't think I did anyway. I would always stand saying now we're not coming down. I, didn't, I just couldn't see it. You know what I mean? So just obviously you've always got to always got to believe even if you're like three or four nil down. Yeah. You know what I mean? You've always got to believe and yeah, that, I thought I thought we could make the comeback later. Yeah, it was it was grim in the press box as well. Mm. You just sat there and you half time you you know you you there and you start to think about what I'm going to be writing at the end of this match. <laughs> you think you're going into that Arsenal game? Yeah. yeah just because they were still going for Champions League at the time. That was mm. what were you thinking, Connor? I know we spoke about this on the pod, but I mean, take us back to to two 0 down at halftime in in your. I feel like we can talk about this now because we've got through it and things are are okay. Yeah. I think it was more shocked because I the piece I didn't think we'd ever go down, and I thought we'd win because yeah. the Palace. Yeah, and I was quite positive and telling people, "Well, we'll be all right. Yeah, we'll get over the line on Thursday. Don't no, don't worry. It's Palace at home. You know, then be two 0 down. Yeah. Thinking, or oh, you know." Exactly. It's 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 it could the worst could happen here, and, and I think the the problem is and we were just talking about before me and Joe, and the worst part was was that the worst was relegation. Yeah. We've, we've kind of had bad moments, Everton fans, but the worst has never been relegation. No, <laughs> no. The worst of that season yeah. was they're going to go down. We can play in the championship yeah. next season, and that was that was for me was the scary part because you know if you have big games and you don't go same when you're bad even more big games didn't go our way. Yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. It was just generally a defeat, or you know you might miss out on top four. Yeah. To the worst now was relegations, <laughs> the championship, and, and all of a sudden you're thinking, oh, that's going to be bleak. You, know? like, you, know, you start looking, you know, look at the championship table and to watch the Dave or whatever it is with the highlights on because you know you're no longer match day. So that was that was kind of my thinking in, in a way of, you know, look, the worst here is the worst that could possibly happen. But just all when you were there, do you ever regret that you weren't near the pitch to go on the pitch full time? Yeah, of course. Because I know mean. one of my regrets, and obviously in the press box, was that I didn't. <laughs> Couldn't get on the pitch <laughs> and celebrate that you like the euphoria moments. I know, I was jealous of everyone on the pitch. Like seeing, uh, seeing everyone on the pitch, I was just thinking, like, I need to be jumping down here. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was, it was in the uh, games before that, night, and and after we spoke, that we started getting those mad coach welcomes, you know, outside Goodison, yeah, yeah. or the pyro, and if that, were you involved in any of them? Did you get to take any of them in? Uh, which, like, going. Yeah, some of the home games so you got. We had Brentford, you had Palace. I think Chelsea was the first oh, one, the yeah, first yeah. time. Yeah, like, we've run a couple of them, like at, at the home ones, not none of the um, away or um, none of the Finch Farm um, ones. Then no, no. Obviously, at the training ground, we didn't really have the time to uh, go over there. But um, when they were um, the coaches. By the ground, and then mm. everyone had the flares out. We, we don't yeah. get down early, and that we I think I spent most there. of the summer coughing up like yeah. just the, the dregs of blue pyro just yeah. everywhere I was going. Like it was just, it was just mad. But obviously, I mean, you know, it was it was some relief, wasn't it, to get out of that season? Yeah, I mean, like it was just such a toxic year. I mean, yeah. when you come out of it, were you just like, that's it, I'm 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 done for at least another couple of weeks, or were you, were you straight ahead looking forward to this season? Yeah, we 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 knew we were going to have a. We didn't know we wouldn't have a better season, but we believed that um, me, myself personally, I'd believe in Lampard, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I believe that he was going to have a, obviously he got us through the end of last season, didn't he? And um, I thought, believe in him and give him a bit of time to work over, over the um, pre-season. And uh, 
the lads come back and they're looking. We've had we've had it not too bad a start to the, to the season, so it's, uh, things are looking good and I'm looking looking forward to the rest of the season. Absolutely. I mean, what have you made of the start? So, what do you make of the current squad? Obviously, it's been a fair fair few have gone yeah. a lot on loan, haven't they? It's, you know, cl- clearly the likes yeah. of Bamin and that weren't part of Lampard's plans. But I like I sort of like is um, I think like he understands everything sort mm-hmm. of thing and like he sort of. Got rid of like Deadwood, Annie, and is the average age of the team now is like a lot younger, mm. and it's brought in like players that are like the the like ambitious and they've got like a point to prove. So, and that's just what we need. It's what like the fans have needed to see like players being asked sort of thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not just like mm-hmm. moping about the pitch and like it's um obviously it's it's shown off now. We haven't been beat for a few games, have we? Obviously, yeah. we had was, like four draws and then back to back wins. So it's a uh, it's great to see them, and I, I like uh. I like Cody and Tarkovsky. Oh, they, yeah. they impressed me the last, dad, the last game. I think they're both called Dad on the training ground now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they yeah. call him Dad. Yeah, yeah. They've made a big change. Yeah. I mean, obviously, one of the players that, that there was never any question about his passion or his determination last season, probably the only bright spark of last season, was Anthony Gordon, who I know you're both yeah. friends with. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, what have you made of his start to the season? He started off playing as a false nine and, and then... but. You know, since then has kind of gone back in this more natural position, got some important goals as well, hasn't he? Definitely, yeah. I think um, it was it was um, good that he had to sort of adapt when he was playing mm-hmm. uh, centre forward. Obviously, when um, Calvin Lewin got injured, yeah. So I think it was good that he played there. Obviously, got a couple of important goals, um, and now he's back on the wing doing his thing. So. Absolutely. Like, I mean, the goal against Brentford, I just really enjoyed that goal. Obviously, it's when he was playing up top, so slightly outside of his natural position, but just the movement and the you know, the anticipation of Cody's ball over the top and just the kind of the patience that he had before he took his first touch and he let it bounce across his body. So he shielded and the finish was just, just fantastic. I mean, you mm-hmm. must take a lot of a lot of pleasure, a lot of pride seeing a friend like that score such you know good and important goals. It were important goals, weren't they? percent Yeah, that's nice that he's... Uh... Nice that he's a scouser and he doesn't live <laughs> far from Goodison, is it? So, and obviously, where 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 just coming through open sports and he's doing it, he's doing his thing in footy. So, you just you're on sort of the same path, just in a different sport. You know what I mean? So, yeah. it, it's great to see him doing so well and and like everyone getting behind him and stuff. And he's really supportive of you, isn't he? I think he was, he was at your last fight, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he, he, he was. Uh, he was there. The last, like, one the pool, the last was that my, well, my last fight, yeah, anyway, was, but um. Yeah, he was there and he was in the changes when I was warming up and stuff. So um he got a little taste of what it's like for Did the boxing and that. Yeah, yeah. So but I think he does a little bit he does a little bit of box training himself anyway, don't he? So I've, I've told him he's gonna have to get down the gym and I'm gonna yeah. give him a few tips. <laughs> Do you think you've asked long sparring him? Well, he's a big and he had for me to be sparring. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say Was was there any nerves in the summer though? Obviously he was linked to a move away. Yeah, the interest there, and obviously that interest kind of grew as the summer went on. Whereas, mm. you know, two had to involve him, not just as Everton fans, was there any nerves that you thought he might end up leaving the club and going to pastures new? Obviously, like the season with just had and the teams that were after him, obviously, like better teams than us, like, like to be honest. <laughs> so, like, you sort of couldn't blame him if he did want to go, but I feel like there's rolling our team now obviously it's bomb with the club being at our club since since obviously a kid and his sort of relationship with the fans i think it's good that we've kept all of them but um 
a vožili oby, vožili obyčky, je to vnitřní, aby ano, že po I think we all are, aren't we? I think one of the things yeah. that Lampard was very clear about, even during all that speculation, was just how much he was, how much Anthony was still focusing on the football, still yeah, focusing on him, still living on the pitch. Like there was never any kind of, you know, throwing fits or tantrums or anything like that. Like, I mean, you could see him what he was doing on the pitch. You know, he was still giving it everything for Everton. I mean, like from your perspective, obviously, you know. You're a sportsman, you know, you're incredibly talented sportsman. What's it like when, for instance, you know, you've got a fight coming up and there's, there's just so, there's so much noise around everything, isn't there? You know, you have the media and you know, you're doing things like this. I mean, is it hard to kind of keep focused on what it is that you're there to do in the fight? Or um, For me, or personally for me, obviously, it's probably different for different people, but mm. all that stuff and that, it just makes me more excited Does for, it? for the fight, you know what I mean? And when you're coming to the fight week and then you know you've got media days press conferences mm-hmm. it just makes it all feel real do you know what i mean like because you've been saying and you've done all your saying and camp all your saying and done really that all that week's about is making the weight resting up letting your body recover and just each day by day you've got your press conference then your media day then you've got your weigh-in like that's like the same schedule that i've mm-hmm. had for every one of my fights so it just makes it more real do you know what i mean and it makes you more excited for fight day and then yeah. eventually fight fight day comes and obviously you get the job done. So, yeah, it's exciting. Do you ever get used to it? Or is it, or is it always kind of just just the madness that's around you? I, I'd say I'm used to it and I would say, like, from my debut, my debut was on, like, one of the biggest cards and that's been in Liverpool for years. So, um, fuss around that. Mm. Like, there was all crowds at the press conferences at the way and well. Eddie and uh, give me a belt of slot on the on the show as well. So we'll come out to basically a full stadium. So feel like that that just like not put me in the deep end because I've boxed at the highest level of highest course, level yeah. in the amateurs for years anyway. But that was like that was it. that just got me used to it all straight away, do you know what I mean? And yeah. it's like it's it's nights like that and weeks like that that that's what we've been saying all our lives for, do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like all, all your hard work that you've done, even like footy players to probably played footy since they were kids, haven't they? And uh, that's what they want. They want to, they want to have big match days. They mm-hmm. want to be playing in front of thousands of people in the stadium. So probably just try off it, don't they? Yeah, fingers mm-hmm. crossed. Everyone can deliver a little bit of that friendly towards the end of this season. You know, just, yeah. Everyone just move forward because yeah. that's what it needs to be. What do you think success is for Everton this season? What, what would you be happy with coming the end of it? Uh, Especially given how we start. It's, look, look yeah, decent. No relegation battles. Just fun last year, wasn't it? But, now what do you think? I think a top half finish would be a good season considering the season we've just had. Obviously, we've made a we've made a lot of new signings, mm. so for them to be sort of gelling together so quickly is is good. You know what I mean? Obviously, I feel like we did have a good um, transfer window in the summer. Yeah. Um, Onana coming in, uh, obviously getting Guy back. Um, the two at the back, Cody Tarkowski, they've come in and just sort of cemented the place in the um, starting 11 already. I think they're what we needed. So I think the top half finish should be a good season for us, yeah. really. Yeah, how about you, Peter? Yeah, I'm just the same as him, really, but no relegation battles because we're always on our head with guys, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I think, uh, as you said, with the team we've got now, and they all seem to be getting behind each other. and playing well under Lampard, everyone seems to be trying, you know mm. what I mean? Seems to they've all got like a bit of go in them sort of thing and it's, it's nice to see all the fans seem to be happy and 
Yeah, just um, top half, six, seventh, I'd be happy with six, you. Know seventh, I, mean? I think everyone would be happy with yeah, six or seven, I mean, wouldn't they? Obviously, you've got, to, you've got to aim high, haven't you? Yeah, so. yeah, no, absolutely. So, have you been able to get so many games to see? Because I know you've got training, because I've got the fight that we'll talk about coming up. Yeah, we've been um, most of the home games. Um, none of, we don't really ever get to the away but mm. we get all the homes we can, like, we'll, we'll be on to Man you like. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, Good as under lights on a Sunday night. That yeah. could be special. That yeah, could no, be. Fancy the chances. After obviously they've just had having so <laughs> I think and we've, we've just got a good away win the first of the season. So I'm confident. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Who have you been most impressed with out of the players from the squad that were there last season? Obviously, I know you're big fans of Anthony. Is there anyone else that's impressed you this season from the lads that stayed? Awobi, I'd say. Awobi, yeah, I think. Awobi. Um, I think it's mad how much he's sort of changed since he mm-hmm. first came in. Obviously, it took him like a, probably sort of like a year or two to get going. <laughs> but I just think now every game he, he's sort of... He's solid and you can rely on him. Do you know what I mean? He puts a good shift in them. Yeah. yeah, I'm impressed with him. Like, yeah, yeah. I think last time we spoke again, it was just after the West Ham game, where yeah. I think he'd had a good game after the international break. But I think it was his mistake the third for one of the goals yeah, there yeah. as well. And you just mm-hmm. think, you know, his his renaissance at Evan has just been phenomenal, hasn't yeah, it? Like, yeah. I mean, if you've been more impressed with him, were you more impressed with him at the back end of last season when he was doing that job at right wing back and just, you know, he just fought for everything? He did matter. I mean, him and Anthony must have been the two biggest ball carriers yeah. in that side because the only way they could relieve pressure because he you know, often didn't have an escape route, was it? Or would you be more impressed with him in centre midfield this season? Um, I'd probably just say both. I think I think when he did move to right wing back, I think that's sort of where he got his um, sort of like drive to mm. work hard and, and obviously put a, put a like 100% in. And I think he's, since he's moved back to the midfield, I think he's sort of brought that with him and he's just putting in solid performances every yeah. game there. Yeah. How about yourself? Same yeah, it won't be as well, yeah? Yeah, can't really have much more. No, no. I mean, I think I just started to discuss a new contract with him. I think we need to tie him up for as long exactly. as we can, yeah, don't we? Yeah, like, I mean, it's just him versus Harland, I think, yeah. for player of the season. <laughs> That's what we want, isn't it? I just want to ask Dave, obviously, yeah. one player who hasn't featured this year is Dominic Calvert Lewin. Yeah. Obviously, he's been a lot of, everyone's got to seem to have an opinion, you know, whether it's right or wrong on his, you know, his fitness problems and stuff. It's just injured all the but, time. But as a professional, I think soldiers have more sympathy because you know what it's like training day in, yeah. day out, the, the strain it puts on your body than, you know, someone who goes to gym three times a week and perceives themselves to be a fitness expert. Yeah. How we sat in the glass of street. Yeah. <laughs> you just have a bit yeah. more sympathy when you see the setbacks mm. because you know what it's like as professional athletes training day in, day out yeah. and how demanding is on the body. Yeah, like, obviously, people have got mixed emotions about Obviously, he's injured all the time, but... It, for, for him it's obviously it's already hard enough the fact he is getting injured all the time like his head's already battered and then he's probably got people making comments and things which is make, going to make his head double battered in it whether he pays attention to it or not but he's at the top level isn't he and he's saying and hard non-stop and it's not 
it might not be his fault, but it's obviously just his body in it that that that's sometimes is is getting injuries and that. But um, personally, if it was me and I was getting injured all the time, I'd, I'd be gutted me like because obviously I wouldn't be able to fight with him and obviously he wouldn't be able to play. So he just obviously needs to make sure he's got a bit of support around him and keeping his head right and hopefully he'll be back soon. How hard can it be? So you know when you've got that desire and that desperation to kind of train to get yourself into peak physical condition. But you know that you're carrying a little niggle. How how hard can it be to sometimes take a step back and say, you know what, actually the best thing I can do today is not train. Just rest. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably the pe- it's probably different for us, in it, as boxers mm. as opposed to footy players. Like he footy players they play they play all the time, don't they? And we box every every few months. So if we haven't got a fight for ages, we can mm. just have we could just have a week off, you know what I mean? Whereas footy players if they have a week off, like they might, they're going to want to just get on the pitch as soon as possible, aren't they? Whereas yeah. we could schedule a fight for a few weeks later. But yeah, it's um, obviously when, when you're having, if you're having the same for ages because you've got an injury, and it's as like as a sports person, you, you start it's just even just saying it's good for the mind, don't mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. keep you happy. And that's so if if I ever have not saying for a few days, once to do a, a training session, then you just not that you weren't happy anyway, you just after the training sessions, and you just feel a little bit. I don't know, just happier, do you know what I mean? So if he's, if he's actually is fully not training, then it must be hard for him. Yeah, I mean, we talk about training and intensity of it now. Obviously, you're right in the midst of preparations for, for your own fight. We've got mm. you know, both here on the card at the Probellum Liverpool 2 at the, the Olympia on, on October the 15th. I mean, where are you up to in your training at the minute? How, how's it going? Yeah, we're just, this is our last week now. We've um, had training basically, last few spars, and then just taper down the next week, mm-hmm. make the weight and sharpen up then for, for obviously fight night on the 15th yeah I think it's uh, it might just sold out hasn't it I think yeah I think so I heard, I heard um, it's going to be sold out so it's going to be a um, belt and atmosphere in there like yeah it must be I mean what, what's it like coming back and being able to perform in front of your your, your home city crowds I mean it must be must be special it is, it, I, I wouldn't say there's anything better obviously my last two fights they've, uh, they've been on the road um, one in Barnsley mm-hmm. and one uh, last minute in Sunderland, so I haven't really been able to get many people to them. No. So to be fighting back in Liverpool, obviously, basically everyone I know, mm-hmm. and even people I don't know, will be coming to watch. So the support will be on another level. So the good nights, like yeah. yeah. I mean, when you were fighting in, in like the Barnes in Sunderland, was there, were you fighting a local boxer who had a home crowd there, or? Uh, no, 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 no. Just um, no, just. Um, so, you, yeah, you, you didn't have to kind of deal with like no. what your opponent's going to have to deal with on no, October no, the 15th no. when they walk into a wall of noise and everybody only wants one yeah. winner. No. To be honest with you, though, know, I, I wanted, I can't wait to do that myself. Yeah. To, really? Uh, yeah, to go to someone else's city and fight them and get booed in. Yeah. It's just, it's just something I've always wanted to do. Yeah. It, it, it sort of like. <laughs> Sort of gets me going. <laughs> well, getting booed in yeah, and just like you, and that antagonism might actually take you to the next level. Yeah, <laughs> Have you got any walking music yet? Because last time you you went you went. Uh, I'm still unsure to be honest. Yeah. I, I haven't. I just haven't found. I just haven't found the right song. So no. Still, still <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Well, maybe again we can put it out to some, some, some listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got any recommendations from Connor? Definitely don't want me to listen to anything I listen to on Spotify. Definitely not. No, no, no. Not. What it's, would you walk out to? Probably be said cars, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you can't do that. It's because... I feel like that's Bell used to Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. 
it's tough, isn't it? I think yeah. probably just maybe a, a chorus of booze. Yeah. <laughs> Get yourself psyched up. Just getting recorded from my yeah. was in charge of Goodison. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you knock around. Not, not spirit of the blues, then, though. No, it's too joyful. Yeah, it's, it? too, it's too joyful, isn't it? Obviously, uh, Peter, you've got the Nicaraguan box, you've got Alexander Espinosa. I mean, how are you looking forward to that fight? I mean, how much of a test of challenge is it going to be? Yeah, um, I haven't really watched much of him, to be honest. I just know he's an orthodox and um, he's got an all-out record, won 21, lost four, drawn two. So if you look at my other opponents on paper, it's a step up, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm expecting my toughest fight in the pro ring to date. And yeah, hopefully, don't know what's happening, whether they're, they're, they're getting it, uh, securing the title for it, but whether they do or, or not, I'm uh, fully focused on, on getting a W and Another uh, good performance in mm. for uh, for everyone in, that's coming to the Olympia. How important do you think it is for you though in terms of making step step ups with each yeah. passing fight? Because obviously you see a lot of you know some fighters kind of stagnate a little bit and yeah. you know you one of them who's put constantly wants to push for a step up each time you, yeah, you go yeah. through the ranks and try and get as far you as fast you can. Yeah, I million percent. Like I'm 26 now. I've boxed for, for, for seven or eight years on GB, going all around the world on the biggest. Uh, Highest platform I could be on all major tournaments, winning medals everywhere, half in the Olympics. But it's, I believe I'm ready now to, to take whatever step up. But it's, I don't pick who a fight, you know what I mean? It's, mm. it's for me that I leave that to me coaching to, to my team and, and all my team around me. And whoever they choose for me to fight, I'll get in there and fight. Even if they chose for me to go and fight the world champion uh, next week, then I'd, I'd do it, you know what I mean? I believe in myself to win. But this this is a good step up at the right time and I'm uh, yeah I'm just excited because it's um, something for me to get my teeth into. Is that one of the biggest differences you know from like when you fought as an amateur? Obviously, a lot of it's drawn, isn't drawn based. Yeah, yeah. You can plot your way to you know kind of where you could end up yeah. fighting. Is that the difference now in terms of you know someone else is picking who you're going to fight and you kind of just have to accept it and and move on with and and you know move on with it basically than yeah. being sat there and kind of be able to plot your way to the final or you know plot your way to yeah, a championship stuff like that. Yeah, it is. It's, it's obviously different in ways, but it could be different in like the other way. Like I know I'm fighting him. You know, like I've new for how long? I've new for a week, two weeks. Even though I haven't watched them, I just I mean, coach told me he was an orthodox and and uh, that that was it. Really, that's all I wanted to know. But I probably might sit down and watch him close to the fight. But in 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 the amateurs, you were going and so you could have four fights in the space of a week. You could fight like. Someone who comes forward in a southpaw, and then your next fight could be against an orthodox, someone who's on the back foot. So, like, I've boxed all throughout my amateur career, I've boxed all the different styles. So, I, that, that's why I know I could be get fast track quite well. And I've, I've come up against all, all of the styles that, that you can fight against. So, uh, anyone who we're getting the prowling with, it won't be too much of a not that it won't be too much of a challenge because there's going to be some fights that are going to be proper hard, you know what I mean? 12 round grueling fights eventually, but I just mean. I've got very good experience throughout my career, and I believe everything I've done in the amateurs is uh, is that's why I'm my fifth fight now. I'm headlining the bill, and it's a it's an alright little step up. So it's a, it, it's good what I've done in the amateurs. Yeah. Well, see, Espinosa's quite experienced himself, isn't he? I mean, does do you do you feel daunted at any prospect by playing you know, fighting someone who's he's had so many more fights at a professional? Yeah, uh, he's he's got more experience than me in the pro ring, but. Yeah. I would say, I don't know his amateur career, I don't know what, what he's done, but I'm guessing overall, <coughs> overall, with my amateur career, mm-hmm. World Series boxing, 
boxing olympic champions boxing world people that are world champion now over me amateur career i'd probably say not many boxers in the world have got much experience down here apart from them uh, cubans <laughs> that have been probably <laughs> too but it's um he's as i said he's got more experience than me in the pro ring but i reckon overall he hasn't got the experience that i've got and what i've had all the training camps major tournaments medals everything so just um don't even really worry about the opponent too much me i just make sure that myself is in the best condition i can be in and if i'm i mean 100 getting in the ring then there's not many people in, in the world that'll beat me at super bantam it must be a huge though like positive and like boost that propel and put like so much faith in you to be yeah, yeah. headline a show so early on you're you know yeah, yeah. you obviously you know you, you have fights in the professional game but to be so early on you know you know we still see people at your level fighting threes or fours on the car for you to be headlining a show is must be you know a huge show for Bellum, a huge faith that they've got yeah, to yeah. forward it is i'm made up for Bellum have put me on on uh put me on the main event in my own city do you know what i mean i can't it's my fifth fight i can't, can't ask for anything more do you know what i mean and Obviously, my little brother's on it as well. So it's, um, we just, we just, I've always made me, the, the family proud and me, Jim, Evan, had triangle like since, since the start. And we're just continuing to do that. You know what I mean? Me, me and him fighting, fighting in the Olympia on, on my card. It's, um, it must be boss for, for me, mum, and my dad, and that. And obviously, my brother, are Chris. So it's, um, it, it's great. And the, these next, however many years our career is 10, 15, whatever. Obviously, a bit longer for the little fella, but <laughs> it's, um, it's just going to be a proper heavy journey and it's a great ride for the family. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Also, just like for the two of you, we obviously, you know, boxing brothers are nothing, not, yeah. you know, unusual from the city, obviously, yeah, the spits yeah. and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. But how difficult is it when you're on the same show? Because obviously, you know, when he's fighting in like Barzi, sometimes you can go and watch just with the brother and, and, and maybe he's a bit of a coach, but, but, but when obviously like the, two, the two of you are on the same bill, obviously you talk about like your mum and dad there, mm. you know, I'm sure there'll be in a few nerves, but how did, you know, will you be watching out so we get done, obviously, and he's, you know, it's that vice versa thing, isn't it? Yeah. Is, it is it tough to, to, to deal with mentally that? You know, um, he'll probably go before you. and then... Yeah, well, yeah, I get, obviously, be the same for him. You, we get more nervous for each other than we do for ourselves, do you know what I mean? So, when the box two shows in it the same as you yeah when, once he's won when he's won his fight and that it's like all the, all the nerves are gone do you know what i mean it's like oh, we're <laughs> flying on but then obviously i've got a fight but obviously nerves come back a little bit as a moment up and, as a moment up and stuff but it's, it's like different kind of nerves what i get for him the more i get for myself do you know what i mean yeah, yeah. probably the same for him different it's the opposite yeah so i'll I'll fight obviously be happy i've won and then i'll be watching him warm up and then he's fighting so the nerves are just Oh, right. yeah. yeah. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. it's not nervous as in thinking he can't win, but at the same time, you, 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 you're not in control that yet. It's from my show. Yeah. And obviously, we're brothers, so we're sort of as close as you can get. So the nerves, the nerves are hard here. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you say there about your other brother as well. Where does it go wrong for him? Does he not fancy putting the gloves yeah. on? Does he not like, you know? Nah, he, he did that because he, um, he's like our number one fan. He just loves boxing, proper loves boxing. And um yeah, we've obviously was boxing for years. I was in the gym since I was ten. He was since he was seven, and then probably about what how long ago? About six years ago, probably. Yeah, five, he joined six years, five six years ago. We joined the gym and was boxing for about four or five. Where he he has me boxing out for like a year and a half. But yeah, he had a few amateur fights, and and he just trains every day. He probably trains more than us. And yeah. we're professional athletes. He, even now, still when he stopped boxing, but uh, he had I don't know how many amateur fights he had, but he he, he loved it and that. But he just got um 
he's just a bit busy with work, so he ended up obviously having to swerve it. But I know, I know for a fact he misses it, but it's uh, you can just live it through us now. You, you know, obviously, Joe said there about the show sold out and stuff like that. The one thing about this city is they get behind the sports. People don't, you know, whether it's a footballer, boxer, you know, athlete, they get behind. And, and that must be like the best thing about being fun, the best thing from being about the city and, and getting on that professional athlete road is, you know, you're going to get back and, you know, you look at Natasha Jonas and Liam Smith recently, you know, Tony Bell, you had it for a long time, you know, Paul Smith when you know, we first asked out yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. It must be great to know that, that back is going to be there, obviously, and people coming out and force to support you already. Yeah, it is. It's great. I've, I've had it all my career, like, throughout the amateurs, obviously. Going to the likes like the Commonwealth Games and that, obviously it's all over like the BBC and that. And I've always had proper love of everyone from Liverpool on uh, all over my social media and stuff. And and uh, I think he obviously he's seen it now since obviously he's turned pro and he's probably had it himself going away to tournaments boxing for England as well. And uh, it's yeah, it is. But Liverpool, everyone knows Liverpool is like a fighting city, don't they? And <laughs> the 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 production line of world champions and boxers. Over the past however many years is is a, a a good list, you know what I mean? And we're just looking to, to be joining on that list very, very soon. Absolutely, Joe. I mean you're still in the early stages of your professional career. How have you found it so far? Uh good. Yeah. I like it better than the amateurs. Obviously no like guards, smaller gloves. Mm-hmm. Um feels nicer when, when you land punches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nicer for you. Yeah. <laughs> Not nicer taking them. No. <laughs> but um yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm I'm just taking it fight by fight. Obviously, I'm only 19, so I'm in no rush. No. So I'm just gradually stepping it up. Obviously, not as quick as him. Mm-hmm. I'm just um, still learning every fight, and yeah. Yeah. What what what's the biggest challenge in that difference? Like when you move from amateur to professional, like what, what do you find hard? Is it some of the technicalities they like talk about the gloves and things like that then? Or or is it is it the the mind is there a switch in mindset or is there a, a, a better quality of opponent or actually you know what, what what changes that you have to adapt to? To be honest, my first few fights I'd probably say the level of opposition is lower because in the amateurs every fight sort of well at the back end anyway. It's sort of a 50-50 fight, like yeah. e- evenly match fights, you know what I mean? And then you turn and pro, and obviously the first few fights are sort of learning fights to adapt to being a professional. Yeah. Obviously, like I said, now I've got little gloves, so the level of opposition is probably, i probably say is lower. Um, but, yeah, that's it really. Yeah. Probably, yeah. That's probably the only difference. Um Everything else is just the same, really. Like a, a fight to fight in it. So everything else, I, I just find the same. Is that a bit of a culture shock though? When you talk about there about you know dropping back down to you know almost like the bottom of the list and moving well because obviously with yourself you were quite high at the amateur. Yeah, yeah. Is that a bit of a culture shock when you drop back down after working way back up, having been at the pinnacle mm. of, of one kind of side of the sport for so long? Yeah, that's just like sort of standard really for. Most professionals, obviously, you have the like the likes of Lomachenko's now who are fighting for world titles in second fights. But generally, for the for the general person, generally for the general person, turning <laughs> pro, the general fighter, um, the box genuine for what, 10, 15 fights. You know what I mean? With with, with like losing record and things. So it's, it's just I don't know. It's just the way the way people do it. Really, you know, for people to find their feet and get used to the as I Joe said, the gloves, the the media, just everything day before weigh-ins. There's obviously a few different things, but as you said, the fight's a fight, and 
we 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 train in the same gym that we've trained in since the start and we just learn something new every day with Paul. So it's only really really the fight weeks and and, and the fights that that are, that are much different. But everything else is just the same. Does that help though in a sense that obviously you know brothers you're quite close anyway, but because you're going through the same thing at certain times and you know cutting weight or you know making weight and your diet and you know training camps and stuff like that. Because you've got each other to lean on, you know what we're both going through more than you know you being by yourself or you being by yourself having to do it and being around your mate too, or kind of going to shop and doing what he wants and going yeah, out yeah, and stuff. Yeah. You've obviously got to be more disciplined. Does it help that you kind of got each other to you know lean on for support? Because obviously, I imagine it's quite tough at times, you know, when you can't do the things that yeah. perhaps you want to do or you mate to do it at certain times. Yeah, probably like it's uh, now. Obviously, this is our third fight together, so it's our third come together. It's um. We're dieting together, eating, dieting together, uh, dieting together, training together, running together, doing our weight together, everything together. So, say like on his last fight when he was fighting Sunderland, uh, and I never had a fight. He's he he could have to diet, whereas I'm ordering Domino. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's, uh, it's like things like that. Where, the team so the positive. <laughs> what? Obviously, I'm not gonna just go starting the Domino table. When it comes in the house, you get a little sweat. Yeah. Don't you really tell me think that I'm on this property? Yeah, this is every dish, but it's uh, that's probably the a positive thing about that. We're thing young, we're with each other non-stop. We're doing it all together, and it makes the night even sweeter than when 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 we get the get the wins. You know what I mean? Just walk after after you. Uh, we have. Everyone, that last fight in Liverpool, everyone went there only fools and horses afterwards because it's like a, um, obviously you've got all like my dad's mates, my mum and dad as well, and then all my family, and then obviously you've got me, so it was all like there for for everyone. So I just spoke to the fella and we're all going to go there again, but we, um, I I just was only in there for like an hour and just ended up going to Chinatown for the scram. I was just wanting some scram, that's all I was after. Uh, I mean, both you obviously you know, making such great strides in the professional circuit. Now, one thing that we have seen in the past is we've, we've seen Tony fight at, at Goodison. So there's only one more year left after the season at Goodison. We've got Bramley Moore coming up in the, in the future. What would it mean for you to if one day maybe lead a card there? Yeah, we wouldn't. Unbelievable. Yeah. I get everyone saying it to us, like, oh, like, obviously, my dad and my dad's mates and that, always saying, like, Bramley Moore, lad, it's coming and that, you know what I mean? So we keep, um, Keep going the way we're going, and we keep putting it out there in the world. Keep keep saying that that's what's coming. Then pretty sure it'll happen one day. Yeah, it'd be great, wouldn't it? That could be like the first non-football event, like yeah, the sports well, contest. Yeah. Be you on the bill? That'd be phenomenal, be wouldn't, wouldn't it? it? Yeah, yeah. Be happy. Did you know when Bellu fought at Goodison? Yeah, yeah. Bell to win Did you go? Yeah, yeah. Decent night. Messing that all season, that. Made it even better as well because, like, obviously, got dropped on that, didn't he? And then, yeah. And then he's come back, so. Six Scousers, yeah. six out of six that night, yeah. wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, decent card, really. yeah. It was yeah. all Scousers, wasn't it? Yeah, pricey, yeah. A good card, wasn't it? Yeah. But does that give you inspiration? Oh, I haven't seen what can be, you know, obviously, people, you know, we used to laugh at Tony Bell when he first talked about fighting the Goodison to see what he ended up achieving. You know, obviously, there's talk now about possibly Natasha Jonas, Carl Smith fighting around fields yeah. uh, next year. Does that, you know, is it inspiration that it can be done? You know, it's not something that is not beyond, you know, out of reach that, you know. Family more could sports yeah. boxing events. Obviously, that's probably more even more centered around yeah. hosting that outside football events. It gives you inspiration. That yeah, definitely, it is achievable. It does. Yeah, it makes you it makes you like see like obviously as you said, it can be done. You know what I mean? And we 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 just train it. We're training all the time, and that's what we thrive for. That's what we train for. That's what like that's what we live for. I've done done this boxing since I've done boxing since I was ten. Like 
and I'm going to be continue to do it for however many years and that's what we're aiming towards big massive nights like that and when you see the likes of Bell you're doing an like that you, you you think to yourself like this is this is coming this I'm, I'm going to be doing this soon so yeah it's uh, just exciting times for us Have you been watching Brandon Moore go up? Well I was on the over in Birkenhead mm. doing a bit of filming with Rebellum the other day and was just on right on that and yeah. it's looking alright in it looking sound it's going all quick it? It? it looks yeah. proper doesn't it yeah, <laughs> like, it, play. it will be what team I think it won't be the next one be the one after won't it? yeah so be yeah, 20, 24 25 possibly yeah Around that time, yeah. Yeah. hopefully yeah. be in Europe for them, won't we? Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. 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 Once you get in the new ground and we see how, like on the videos and stuff, it looks like it's gonna be, gonna be a naughty ground on it. So it's um, hopefully, hopefully we put the performance in to go with the ground and when it when it's there. Absolutely. Well, look, well, thanks very much for coming on. We, we really appreciate you coming back onto Real Blue. We loved having you last time. We love having you again today. And obviously, we wish you all the best for October the fifteenth. So I mean, that's Probellum two at the Olympia. Obviously, tickets are sold out as we found out today, but. It is available to watch online on probellum.com. It's on the same night as Everton play Spurs, but the lads are fighting after, so hopefully it'll be a very successful night for all the Blues. (laughs) You've been listening to the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.